Hello everyone, my name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. Thank you so much for returning and if you are new then a huge welcome and thank you for listening to my podcast. This week we have a few topics and it's going to be quite interesting because I've been doing a lot of trial and error this week. So without further ado, I'm going to set the scene. This week, I'm sitting in the normal place at my desk opposite my windows, but today it's going to be really, really hot. I'm in Madrid at the moment, and this week it's meant to vary between about 22 degrees and 33 degrees. And so for me being from the UK, well, what can I say? It's really, really hot. And I probably mention this every single week, but yeah, it's really warm. I'm in my shorts. There's police cars driving past. And it's 12.41 on the 26th of, I don't even know what month we're in. May, May, 26th of May. So without further ado, let's get going. This week, I have had quite a few calls with potential clients and been doing a lot of that trial and error and reaching out to people that I don't know and offering my services, but also trying to provide value. And I'm going to explain the ways in which I've been doing this and then tell you what I have learned. So... The outreach that I'm talking about was on a magnitude of platforms. I haven't really done any cold calling. I've been avoiding that side of sales, but I've been basically trying to do it through social media and reaching out to people on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and a little bit on Facebook. On Facebook in particular, I'm in a few podcasting groups. So I just search podcast, I clicked on groups and I just joined them. And I try and provide value wherever I can on posts. And if people find value, then that's great. And I always say at the end of the message or the comment or whatever, that if you need any help, feel free to direct message me. I've had a few people do that and I've built a few relationships on Facebook. In regards to Instagram, the way that I work Instagram, I search hashtag podcast or just podcast help, um, those type of words, and I see what content comes up. And then I scroll through all of the latest as opposed to the top. So those of you that use Instagram, you'll know that it automatically puts you on top as opposed to latest. So we always go to latest because if there's people that are getting thousands and thousands and thousands of comments, the odds that my comment is going to be a value and the odds that my comment is actually even going to be seen is quite low. And so I always try and go to latest and then I scrolled through and had a look at some of the posts, commented on quite a lot and just basically tried to say, oh, that's an awesome thumbnail that you've got there. Um, really cool and keep up the hard work. And then I would get responses and I'd also share ideas and I also searched hashtag podcast help and that came up handy for me too. 
in regards to my Twitter strategy, it was very similar to the way that I do Instagram. So I've reached out to people and using the hashtags and searching podcast help and all of those type of words. And that was also really, really helpful. In regards to LinkedIn in particular, which as most of you will know, it's my favorite platform. I did a bit of searching for podcast and help with podcasts, those type of words. But then I also looked for content creators and I reached out to a few people. And when you connect with people, you can send a little note. And so when I sent a note, I put things along the lines of, hi, I'm Gareth. I connected because, and then sometimes I would talk about the fact that they're currently creating content have you ever thought about starting a podcast but then on the flip side I've also said and asked them about what they are currently what inspired them to do what they're currently doing so there's kind of two approaches going on there's a more direct approach which is talking straight away about podcasting and then there's the one on the flip side which is talking about them as people and I'm kind of doing an a b test to see which one gets more traction and at the moment a lot of people are connecting with me but i'm only getting a very small return which are actually replying to the messages but i kind of expected i wouldn't get 100 percent because it's kind of how sales works so at the moment i'm doing a lot of trial and error and one of the main things i'm learning is that linkedin is actually being really well for me because it's it's a lot easier to search content. So instead of only searching hashtags, you can search the full range of content. And that's really coming in handy. And it's been really, really useful. And I really love LinkedIn because you've got a range of filters. So you can filter by location as well as searching in podcasting. And I don't believe you can do that on Instagram or Twitter as of yet. Facebook is also quite good because if I'm, popping on to have a look and occasionally it will put people that are posting in those podcasting groups at the top of my feed. So it means if I see something that is relevant and I can help, then I'll quickly drop a comment because it takes like two seconds. So I've been doing a lot of like replying to people in comments over the past week on multiple different platforms and it's, it's definitely going well. I think one of the things that I need is patience. Patience is really, really important for doing sales because, well, as most of you will know, that it's it's one of those things where you just have to keep throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks. So that's what that's the phase I'm currently in. I'm also really refining my services. So I've been on a few calls this week. I think it's free to be precise. One of them is with a potential client. One of them was someone that I helped. Well, actually, and then the other two were people that I helped. And it was really, really good because the one that was the potential client, I've had a call with her before, and I know a bit more about what she's currently doing. And we had lots of discussions about what she needed from me as like a service. So that was really great for me to figure out what people are going to be wanting from myself and my agency. And that was really, really interesting. And we'll see how that relationship goes in the future. And I'm sure if 
I get my first client in the next week or the next two weeks, whatever, you guys will be one of the first people to know because it's really, really exciting. And I just want my first client. And the first client is a really big deal because it's a real learning experience. And I'm really looking forward to that learning experience. One of the other calls, which I've spoke to you guys about before, because I've had multiple calls with this woman, her name is Lucy Calangelo. And she has her approach, the, the shine on approach. And it's all about gaining clarity. So giving people clarity with what they're doing, how they're doing it, all of those type of things. And she wanted to start a podcast. And as a friend of mine, I helped her start this podcast. I showed her how to do it. I talked her through it. She shared her screen and we walked through it. Easy peasy, took about five minutes to walk through it. And then afterwards, she spoke to me about the way that I deliver my services. And she gave me a lot of ideas about how to push the business forward. And one of the things she said to me, which she has never, which no one has ever said to me before. And I've got it on a post-it note here. It says, think big. Because she said to me, I'm thinking too small. And I've never, ever been told that I'm thinking too small. So for me, that was really, really interesting because that's never happened to me before. And for someone to say that I'm thinking too small, it was quite crazy for me and abnormal. So that was really, really great for me to listen to and to hear because sometimes when you're doing business, it might feel like you have everything figured out and you really know what you're doing. But sometimes having someone come in and review what you're doing and telling you the truth from kind of a friendly standpoint, someone that just wants the best for you, someone that has experience in business or whatever area you're working in, that can be really, really helpful. And that insight of having someone coming in externally that knows a little bit about you and what you're trying to achieve can really, really pay off and can be really, really helpful. So if there's anyone out there starting a business, that's something I would highly recommend because for me, it's been really, really helpful. And I'm really, really thankful for having those people around me that are supporting me, telling me the hard truths and ultimately pulling me forward in my journey. And I love it. It's really, really, really great. The third call I can't talk about just because of the person that's involved in that call, but it was a really great call, really, really interesting, provided a lot of value and really helped that person. I had a revelation this week. Moving off from the, the outreach side of things, I had a revelation. You see people like Stephen Bartlett, entrepreneurs like Gary Vaynerchuk, and multiple others like Grant Cardone. And you see them and they talk about their journey. And often Gary Vaynerchuk and Grant Cardone are especially are quite heavy on this. They talk about where they came from. Those of you that probably know most of you will probably know Gary Vaynerchuk or AKA Gary V. He's known from taking his dad's wine business from, I think it was about 3 million to 60 million, something like that. And obviously that's a lot, a lot of money. And when you hear him talking about his journey, how he used to work every single day in his thirties, you only hear him talking about it. You don't actually see him putting in the work. And this relies back to the whole of my business. However, 
Stephen Bartlett in particular, he's someone that I look up to and I feel like I relate to. And I see kind of something that's like kind of connected. And I feel like we've both been on similar journeys. He's a lot further in his journey than me. He's on chapter 20. I'm on chapter one. And it's really, really interesting because a few days ago, I had just finished reading. I was scrolling through social media, answering all of the comments and all of that. Stephen Bartlett posted a story. I can't remember exactly what the story was, but that indicated for me to go on his account. So I went on his account and I started scrolling through his feed. I started scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then I wondered how far back I could go on his Instagram feed and how long he had had this Instagram account and whether he had had it when he was at the beginning building his company, which is now Social Chain. And I scrolled through, I scrolled through, I scrolled through, and it took me to 2014. There was photos of him in Brighton, photos of him clubbing with the co-founder of Social Chain and some other people. And so I made a video earlier this week talking about how you see Stephen Bartlett, Gary Vaynerchuk, all of these big entrepreneurs, but they're actually just the same as us. They've been through very similar things to what we've been through. And often we put up barriers and walls and cages to make ourselves different from them and to stop ourselves moving forward. And there's the problem. We either idealize these people, but we also put up barriers to stop ourselves getting to those levels. And that's something I'm really pushing on because I don't want to do that. And so Stephen Butler in particular, I made a video and I tagged him in this video. I tagged Gary Vaynerchuk too. And Stephen Bartlett replied. He replied on LinkedIn. I posted it on LinkedIn and Instagram. And so Stephen Bartlett replied and he said, that time when he was in Brighton in 2014, there was an image of quite a few rocks on the beach and a beer. I think it was a beer. I think it was beer. And like photos of Brighton Pier. And for those of you that don't know where Brighton is, it's pretty much at the bottom of the UK, quite close to London. And it's also quite expensive in Brighton. I went there for a holiday a few years ago. And yeah, it's quite expensive. And so to see that and to see some of the things he was posting, he was posting photos of Range Rovers, Lamborghinis. And it was quite materialistic. And so. When I saw that, I was quite surprised because he talks about that he used to talk about wanting a Range Rover by the time he was 25 and he achieved that goal. But it's quite crazy because I didn't expect him to post those types of things on his feed, especially back then. So back to this comment that he made, he said that when he was sitting there on that beach, it looks like he was having the time of his life. There's party photos. It's Brighton, so you automatically know that he's got a bit of money. But actually, he said he was literally ran out of money at that point. And I was completely shocked because I've heard his story about him running out of money in Manchester, but going to Brighton and running out of money, that's even worse because everything is overpriced in Brighton. Everything's a little bit more expensive and it was just crazy. It was just crazy to hear. 
And so I just wanted to go back to that point that they are the exact same as us. They've been through the struggles. So take down those walls. You can achieve the same things that they are achieving. If anything, that should inspire you to work harder because if they can achieve it, you can too. Okay, I'm going to move on from that point before I get too ambitious and start talking crazy. So this week, I have actually managed to get through two books. And if any of you have been here since the very beginning, since chapter one, episode one, you will know that I've had a struggle with reading. Before this entrepreneurial journey, I never really got into reading. I was never really reading. And over the past year, I have read more books than I have the previous 19 years. Just let that sink in. 19 years I have beat within one year. And probably not even a year. I could even say this month because I've got through four books this month. The only ever book that I've read before this entrepreneurial journey that I wanted to read and I sat down and read the book properly was, oh, it was a book about a lion. And I can't remember what it was called. I actually stole it from my sister, to be completely honest. But it was quite an interesting book. It was a non-fiction book. Yeah, non no, it, it was a fiction book. I think it was a fiction book. But anyways, it was, it was quite an interesting book. And I read that when I was probably about 13. So it's been a while since I got into reading books. But since I've been on this entrepreneurial journey, I've read a lot of books. And so this week, I wanted to talk about two books that I have read. One of them I haven't released to anybody that I have read it yet, besides my girlfriend. <clears throat> and... So the reason I haven't released that is because I only finished a book today. The first book that I read earlier on this week and I finished a few days ago is called The Psychology of Celebrity. This is by Gail Stever, spelled with a Y. And I will drop it down below the name of the book and the author so you guys can find it if you want to. This book was really interesting for me because it included something that we don't really think about and I found it really interesting. The difference between celebrity and fame, because there is actually quite a distinct difference. It also talks about the strengths and weaknesses of being a celebrity, because you may not feel like celebrities having any weakness. I mean, you have, well, the association of a celebrity is that they have lots of money, they have lots of wealth, they maybe party all the time, they're always happy. They have cool cars, but actually there is also negative points. And so reading this book was really interesting to hear those negative points because you don't usually hear that. Also, if there's any Star Trek fans that listen to this podcast or any Michael Jackson fans, this book talks about Star Trek and the actors and the Star Trek conventions and all of those types of things. So... Oh, and also Michael Jackson concerts. So if you like those things, then this book will be particularly good for you. It's got about 100 pages that you need to read. And it's quite nice and light. So if you're going on a plane, it's quite a nice book because it doesn't weigh your luggage down. And you're still getting that crucial reading in 
that is probably part of your routine, maybe. I mean, it's part of my routine. And who doesn't like reading on a plane? It also, one of the other good things I loved about this book, on the final chapter of the whole book, it talks about, and I'm going to read out the name of this chapter, Demassification of Media and the Birth of Social Media. This chapter talks all about how social media has impacted celebrities and the way that we gain and and the way that we find celebrity figures. And that chapter in particular was really, really interesting because I'm trying not to spoil it for you, but it was a really, really good chapter. Um, I'd highly recommend this book. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to speak any more about it because I'll end up giving you a like a, a spoiler for the book, and I don't want to. If you do want to know a bit more about this book and what it includes, then feel free to message me on one of my social medias that will all be below in the description. But just in case anyone buys the book, I don't want to spoil it for them. The second book, and this book is actually from a person that I know through, um, what's it called? F- through LinkedIn. And it's called Minimalize to Maximize Your Happiness. Cut the Crap. And it's by Jake B. Melton. Really, really good, this book is, because it really keeps it short. It keeps it sweet. It's a really quick read. It took me three days to read it. I could have probably read it in two if I wanted to. So like today, I read 50 pages and it took me 20 minutes. The font size on some of the pages is quite big and it only has a few lines, so it's easy to read. But then on other pages, it goes into a bit more depth and it really talks about a lot of different angles about minimalizing your life. It's not just about throwing everything you have in the bin and trading it all out and just living in a bare room with just a bed, no TV, nothing. It's actually a lot more than that. It's about not just the material things, but also the mental clutter that you have and it talks about the like how you minimize your life and how you minimize your work life how you minimize your relationships how you minimize where you're living and a lot more different areas and that's what i really really liked that it broke it down into lots of different areas and at one point he even talks about um parent-in-laws so when you get married to someone their parents and how you minimalize that and that was quite an interesting take because you don't really think about that and then actually when you do get married or if you get married in your life sometimes those relationships with your partner's parents may not go as well as you would like them to and yeah i find it really really interesting and i've never really read a minimal book a minimalism book before so that was really interesting and i was excited to read it also one of the bonuses about this book again i'll leave all the details below for both of these books that book in particular it had a really kind of spongy and soft cover i've never ever felt a book like that so it was really really nice to feel it was really soft and smooth as opposed to just a normal book so that was just a nice addition to have 
on the book and I'm actually going to reach out to him because I really enjoyed the book and I found it really interesting. So those are the books I've read over the past week. And later on in this podcast, I will tell you what book I am going to be reading very soon. Also this week, I have met a guy named Jay Flores. Now, this is a guy that I have spoke to before on a call and he messaged me. He reached out to me a few weeks ago saying he was coming to Madrid and he reached out to me on Instagram. I think, I think he commented on one of my things and he asked how long I'm in Madrid for. And then all of a sudden he reached out to me, I think it was on Tuesday. And he said to me, hi, I'm flying to Madrid today. I'll arrive at 4, 4 PM in the afternoon. So I was quite shocked, but I was like, great. Then we ended up meeting up and we're actually going to be meeting up today too for lunch and maybe take, maybe go out and take a few photos. I haven't really been out with my, my photography camera in a while. So I might go out and take some photos with him and it's just great to meet people online, but then take that offline. And it's quite crazy because he, when I first met him, he was in New York. He's been to Bali and Berlin and lots of other places since then. And I'm usually in the UK, but now I'm in Madrid and all of a sudden we just happen to be in the same country, which is pretty, pretty crazy. And even more so we're in the same city. So that's really, really cool. But yeah, whenever you get the chance, try and take your connections online and take them offline. Meet the people that you're talking to. Meet the people that are coming into your inner circle. The one thing that I love about this is that I can talk freely about business and he understands a lot more than my friends, for example, that are in university and they don't fully understand the concept of like starting a business. Like they just know, okay, you're starting a business, but some of the insides and outs, it's quite nice to share with the people that you meet online and especially talking face to face, you can ask a few more questions, which I really, really like. I also had a mastermind call yesterday, which is something that we do usually every three weeks. And there's now five of us on this call. We all jump on either Zoom or Skype and we just talk. We basically just talk for usually about an hour and we hold each other accountable to our goals. And we just make sure and like ask each other questions because we're all in the same journey we're all wanting to start businesses or starting businesses and we're all similar ages and it's not necessarily the same area like mine is in podcasting but some other people are in different areas and that's completely fine but we're all helping each other and providing advice and like yeah just helping each other and again that's one of the things I love because there's people my age that know what I'm talking about when I talk about contracts and all those things. It's not just a term. They understand that struggle. And the fact that we all get each other on that level is really, really nice. And you can talk a bit deeper about business and those types of things. And I really, really like that. And they're all positive influences and they all push me to become a better version of myself. So if any of you guys ever have the opportunity to do anything like this, then do it, completely do it. It's really, really great. And we are actually talking about 
meeting in the future in person. I don't really know how that will work. There's three people in the USA and then there's me who's in Madrid, but going back to the UK next week. And then there's a person called Katrina who is just pretty much roaming Europe at the moment. I don't really know where she's based. She's just moving around. I think she's in Copenhagen, but she constantly says on Instagram that she's moving somewhere else and doing speaking events and those types of things. So I don't really know how that would work, but we'll see how that goes and I'll keep you guys posted on that one. Going back to celebrities, such as Stephen Bartlett and Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk in particular, Gary V, as most of you will know, he posted a video, I think it was about 12 hours ago, maybe, and it was all about setting long-term goals. He was speaking, he, so it's all about setting long-term goals. He was speaking to a younger guy, seemed like he was in his 20s, I think he said he was 22, he's just finished college slash university and he now wants to do something big he wants to become that person that similar to Gavi he wants to be that person that's got a bit of money but also is helping people and improving people's lives and Gary Vaynerchuk has said this a lot and people talk about this a lot about setting a long-term goal and working towards that but I don't know why but this time the way he worded it the way Gary Vaynerchuk worded it is that he worded it a little bit different so it resonated with me and it just I don't know it just clicked for me this morning when I watched that video so I'm going to explain it in a bit more depth so obviously this guy wanted to achieve more things but I can't remember the exact thing that the guy asked asked Gary but basically Gary said to this guy that similar to how he wants to buy the jets when he was 15 when gary was 15 he said when i'm 70 i want to buy the jets so that tomorrow if he decides to stop working at 5 p.m and go to the cinema with his wife he won't feel guilty and he won't feel that pressure and he said there's a lot of people at the moment that are putting pressure on themselves to rush things but actually, that's how people burn out. And I found that really, really interesting because I know that sometimes I say to myself, okay, I've got to give that a miss with my friends this evening because I want to work and I need to work because I need to do this. And actually, the only reason I need to is because I'm putting that pressure on myself. And so in particular, he said to this guy, okay, so you're 22. Say that when you're 26, you're going to have an agency. So if one night you want to kick back and play Fortnite, that's okay. You don't have that added pressure. And that really resonated with me because I'm a similar age to this guy and it just worked. It, it just felt nice. And so that's a concept that I'm going to be taking forward in the future. And yeah, it was really really interesting video so if you find it it was on instagram it was on igtv it was about a minute and a half long so if you can find it go and watch it it was really really good gary vanjuk was sitting in his car this guy came to the window and it was good so if if you want to watch that video then try and find it 
I will try and find the link, but I don't think I'll be able to put it into this podcast, but it's on, it's on his Instagram. Okay. To bring the call, the call to bring this podcast to a close. This is episode 20. I have two more points, which is just future things coming onto the podcast and then I'm going to bring it to a close. So I won't keep you much longer. Next week I have exams. I haven't really had proper exams in about three to four years. I'm a little bit nervous. Going to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous, but I know that I know marketing and business. So I might do a little bit of revision, but all I have to do is pass. And to get a pass, I need 50%. So surely 50% isn't too hard, right? (laughs) Well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Also, I go home in five days. I go home on the 31st. So the next podcast is going to be recorded just before I leave. So probably Thursday, I'm thinking. Um, Thursday the 30th. Yeah, Thursday the 30th. And I'm going to record the podcast early because I want to sum up the whole of Madrid. But I'm not going to release that until the 2nd. So Sunday, the 2nd of June, which is this time next week. And then that week's, the week after podcast is going to be me talking about what I've been doing over that week before I go on holiday. Because I go on holiday on the 10th. So that's my plan for the next few weeks in regards to content coming out on this podcast. A little bit of a teaser because next week I'm going to sum up the whole of Madrid, my experience, my thoughts about going home and also how the exams are going so far because I have one on Tuesday, one on one on Wednesday, I think, and then two on Friday, the day that I leave. So yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on that one. But it's been about... 35 minutes now so i'm gonna leave it at that i hope you have all had an amazing week i would love to hear what you guys have been up to but this has been the episode 20 of building from the bottom chapter two me being here in madrid and well i'll see you all next week and this time next week i'm going to be home you're all amazing if you have enjoyed this feel free to leave a review if you're on apple or if you have any questions, then my social media is below in the description. And I will see you all next week on episode 21 of Building from the Bottom. Thank you.